What's up, world? <laughs> What's going on, beefy? Not much, man. Just <clears throat> Lord God, trying to get to get to feeling better. My sugar's been a little out of whack here lately. Is it? Yeah. I just ate a big bologna sandwich, so I'll probably be coughing and clearing my throat the whole time. Hey, ain't nothing like bologna. Big, uh, big garden mater on it. Yep. I had uh, I fried some chicken. We had garden corn from t- 2015. Oh, yeah. And it was still yeah. good. Freezer yeah. corn. Oh, yeah. And then I cut up about six big garden maters. And uh, McKenna, oh, she, she, she won't eat me, of course. Yeah. She ate corn and tomatoes. Oh, yeah. And the rest <laughs> oh, of us, I made uh, green, beans and tater, <coughs> green beans and taters, too. But I'd say that's something she'll just grow out of. Hopefully. Yeah. I'd hate for her to not be able to enjoy the oh, Lord, yeah. good chicken and stuff it like that. It used to bother me real bad when the boys wouldn't eat chicken or steak. And I'm like, God, you're missing out on such good food. Now yeah. they love both. Well, that's good. I hope she grows out of it. I'd say she will. So tell me about, um, you went to this uh, the ra- car rally thing. Rally North, 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 North American Rally. I'm butchering it. <laughs> <laughs> Rally North America. Okay. Was the name of it. Uh, it was brought on by Backroads of Appalachia, Eric Hubbard and them. <clears throat> and he had this uh, this uh, car show. It was a rally. It's not a car show. It's a rally. They traveled, I think, from Bristol, Tennessee. They took off from the Bristol Motor Speedway up yeah. there and rallied from there to here. To Jackson County. To McKee. McKee. Of all that's places a, in the world. That's McKee. Awesome. And they, the, that was the finish line. They had a big banner stretch across the... Yeah, I the, saw the banner. Did you? Yeah. And uh, that was the finish line. <clears throat> I know you said that he had interviewed you and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Uh, we were... Big well, dumb me. <laughs> <laughs> I love being caught off guard. <laughs> oh, man. I was totally blindsided. <laughs> but uh, when I when I came down to the studio, we was trying to figure out this MAV TV, and we got yeah. it on uh, Danny's thing, so... Yeah. I'm. I, it was really awkward. I, I ran into Eric down there, yeah. and he had this guy following around with a camera, and I just so happened to have a What's Up World t-shirt on. <laughs> he was like, this is a perfect opportunity for an interview. I'm like, what, what, what? <laughs> and uh, he turned around, that guy points the camera at me, oh, and yeah. gives me two thumbs up, and Eric, start, Eric starts asking me questions, and I'm like, God almighty, I'm, I'm such a dork right now. <laughs> But uh, oh. Patsy, I mean, there's people walking everywhere. And yeah. I am totally fine with doing this right here yeah. where nobody sees me. Public anxiety. What's yeah. it called? Oh, my God. Uh, social anxiety. Social anxiety. Yeah. But I there's people walk. walking all over McKee Square, you know. Uh, and uh, I'm just sitting there like, God, I am so out of my element right here. But I guess I'm, it went okay. Oh, I guarantee it did, man. Uh, I don't feel like it did, but uh, we'll see. It'll be on Mav TV. Even the most, even the most, uh, 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 I'm trying to think of the best word. Even the most talkative. Even the most, you know, pe- uh, the people that are really good. Yeah, they get blindsided like that too. Oh man! So I bet your heart was beating. Out oh, your I was sweating. <laughs> I was sweating. My blood pressure, heartbeat was re- was up. Well, I would have been the same way because yeah. I mean, it's just easier for anybody to be prepared yeah. before. It was. It, I mean, it was. Not, it was good. Good publicity for the podcast and everything because I mean, he's like, this is the number one podcast in the United States. What's up, world? Well, yeah, we're number one, son. Yeah. We're 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 a little bit better than Joe Rogan. Just right a tad. Now. Just, just a, a smidge. 
Bill Bond's a little bit ahead of us. Yeah, we'll, we'll knock him off first. Yeah. There, but <laughs> but it, the reason I'd ask that is really because you've got uh, you've got the MAV TV going in the background here. Yeah, just in case it shows your pretty mug. But <laughs> it, don't. It, right now it's showing monster truck rallies <clears throat> and monster truck. Uh, what they're doing, like a freestyle monster truck driving and stuff. Have you ever been to a monster truck yes. thing? It's I've awesome. never been. They're awesome. Even up there at the Corbin Arena, where it's a smaller arena, it's still awesome up there. I heard you have to have earplugs. You don't. It's super, super loud, but, I mean, you don't have to. That would be to. awesome. We put them on the boys, though. <clears throat> I, uh, if they ever do that, I'd love to take my kids. It's really cool. They bring that. dirt bikes, and they do a bunch of tricks and stuff, too, just Heck not yeah. just the, the monster trucks. That's but. the whole reason that I had mentioned that. It's because you put it on this channel, and I was watching yeah. all, like the Grave Digger and all that. I remember him, you know, that guy oh, from yeah. when I was a child. Yeah. Bigfoot and all that. But uh, that was actually a really big deal for Jackson County. These these cars, some of these cars was $100,000, $200,000 cars. <clears throat> yeah, I saw they had some lined up, and the paint schemes on them was amazing. It looked oh, like rust. Was, and, was, yeah, them three Porsches. Yeah, that's what I was talking uh, about. They, uh, I think those were wraps that they yeah. had on, that vinyl wrap that they put on them cars. Man, that was awesome. That is. That's pretty neat. It was really neat. cool. And, you know, uh, Backroads of Appalachia, they, they really, and Eric and all, everybody involved in that, they really turned it out. It was really cool. Uh, did they do any burnouts or anything like that? One guy there? did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think he was in a Corvette. Did uh, the cops or anybody say anything? Uh-uh, not that I saw. They was really pretty that, cool I about figured, it. I, I figured if they did that, they would have been cool about it. Because, well, they should because yeah. that brought in a lot of money to this yeah. county. It really yeah, did. that's awesome. <clears throat> Eric told me a dollar amount, but it's it's way up in the thousands. Man, that's good. That it's is really that's, good, that's really so. really good. We need all that. We need we exposure really like that. Uh, I love this place. I love Jackson County. Uh, I do too. Uh, <clears throat> I just, I, in my own personal opinion, I just wish we had more shop and more uh, more options when it comes to that for like food and clothes. <laughs> we we don't have a place in our in our county that where you can buy clothes no so uh, you have to travel an hour each way just to find decent anywhere. you know just to find any decent clothes unless you order it online that's what we've been doing for school clothes and stuff oh yeah yeah <clears throat> but uh <clears throat> jeff bezos gets a lot of my money i'm sure he gets yeah. a lot of yours too yeah he does unfortunately yeah. i mean you're limited unfortunately but <clears throat> i mean that's that's the the whole point of of eric and back roads back right he's trying to economic growth through motorsports yeah through anything really yeah you know i mean he's he's done quite a bit of stuff i've not got to meet the guy i've uh, i've watched some of his stuff on facebook but uh yeah. i look forward to meeting him when i get that opportunity yeah he, uh, he's a good guy seems like a pretty cool guy plus he's, he's got a beard busy. plus yeah. he's got a beard man any any guy with a beard i mean that, yeah. I, I guess i'm what do they call that fanboying but yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm your fan, fanboy too danny because <laughs> I, I can't grow a beard yeah i'm not allowed to i can grow one don't yeah, get me wrong a massive beard yeah I, 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 i'm a vein hot baby we grow a beard in three days <laughs> they was a guy actually down there uh bragging on my beard I mean, it is pretty epic ain't gonna lie everybody sees you it use is. all that oil and all that stuff don't yeah. you i never did i'd go <clears throat> i'd, I'd uh, the best way i found to do it was to uh uh put a uh, olive oil just regular cooking oil, olive oil, yeah. and a hair dryer. Oh, and yeah. I'd comb mine and, and hair dry it. Now, see, I don't use cooking oil. 
<laughs> I use beard products. No, I don't. I, I spend some money on lard. stuff, but now my lard, <laughs> my beard is just as soft as the hair on somebody's head. It's it's not coarse or anything like that. But we'll do an episode on that. I'm gonna do, we're gonna do an episode on Danny's beard. Yeah, <laughs> it'll it'll tell you what I do to it. Oh Lord. It'll tell you. Yeah. Go ahead and talk, Beard. <laughs> Danny's also he takes care of me. What if your Beard's voice was like Sue Bob? Oh, God. I'm the sexiest of all the Beards. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what it would sound like. Oh, gosh. <clears throat> but, oh, man, I, I thought that was kind of cool that, yeah. you, that you had the opportunity. What day was that on? Mm-hmm. It was a weekday. Today. It was a Monday, wasn't it? I think it was Monday. Yeah, I'd, I was in La La Land. I, I think it third was shift. Sucks, but uh, well, I, the only reason I was able to go, well, it was Monday evening. I probably would have been able to make it, but I've been off this week on annual leave, thankfully. But I've been so busy. I'm still surprised I got time to go down there. I've been painting my deck. Got it done today. You painted it? Yeah. Oh, I thought you was going to get that one dude to do it. Well, no. People don't want to do nothing. Yeah. You can't get nobody to do nothing. I was going to pay him good money to come paint my deck. And, no. It's too no, hot. Too hot. I don't want to. Might <coughs> a sweat a beat or two. My, uh, my 12-year-old wants a basketball goal. Oh, yeah. And uh, so, of course, the wife's going to order one. Um, like 200 bucks. Like, I don't know how much they are now. I, yeah. And I'm like, I said, honey, you're wasting your money. I said, he'll play for two days and then he'll just sit there and rot. So I can't wait to uh, sing that Randy Travis hit song. I told you so. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know that one out in our front yard, our yeah. front driveway? Same first. Daddy, I want a basketball go. Bought it. Ain't never been a, a basketball put through it. Yeah. Uh, Austin to go out for increments of three minutes and then come back in and stay for two hours. <laughs> he done it all day today. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> but, and we live right next to a park that's got basketball goals, probably about 250-yard walk. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, I walked miles to play basketball, which yeah. I was <clears throat> deeply in love with basketball. Yeah. And uh, But I, I would walk miles and miles. But it's uh, I mentioned that to talk about uh, – this is going to be one of them smorgasbords of a uh, episode. We'll just talk about it. yeah, a little bit of everything. <clears throat> Lord, but I, I I'd, I'd like to I'd like to have the money that I've wasted in the past two or three years on on God. my kids. Oh God, yeah. You know, literally just wasted. Yeah. Um, Lord, yeah. Bought a uh, switch one of them handheld Nintendo games yeah. for my oldest boy. Mm-hmm. He had it not even thirty days and tore it up. Oh Lord! So and then uh, I got a hold of some people, and it's gonna you'd be better off to buy another one uh-huh. than to fix it. Oh yeah! And I'm like, nope, I ain't doing it. Well, that's kind of what we just went through. <clears throat> well, only he didn't tear it up; it tore up itself. The Joy-Con wouldn't connect to it when you slid it on there or whatever. It wouldn't connect. It wouldn't recognize the Joy-Con. But luckily, we bought a warranty with it. We bought it at GameStop in Berea. So I took it. Me and the boys went up there yesterday or day before and i was like hey this ain't working i got the receipt blah 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 10 minutes i was out there with a brand new one that's good so but he didn't tear it up the boys is actually pretty good with taking well, care my of children stuff. Aren't, my children are not none of them uh, <laughs> uh, none of them which i mean i was kind of like that too but i never did have nothing everything i got growing up was hand-me-downs and yeah you know i never slept in a, on a brand new mattress until i was 22 yeah. maybe yeah. 20 21 22 year mm-hmm. old 
First time I ever slept on a on a mattress that nobody had ever slept on. I better turn this Bluetooth off. Hey, right turn that Bluetooth off. Right I did. I turn it on the red tooth or the green tooth. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, God, man. I'm coughing. Sorry, folks. I just got done eating a really good supper. Fried chicken. Well, I, told, I done said that. Yeah. But uh, uh, I noticed on Facebook, uh, Zach, uh, I cannot. I, it's, uh, it's Southern Kentucky off-roaders, right? Yeah. I'm looking at the sign right now. Yeah. Thank God it's there. I'd call it Southeastern. I think that's what I keep calling it. <laughs> Southern Kentucky off-roaders. Uh, they've been getting a lot of new people on mm-hmm. there. Uh, they've been doing good. And, and that's awesome. Shout out to Zach and Southern Kentucky off-roaders. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> appreciate them and uh, everything they do. They're okay. coming back uh, pretty quick, uh, I think. Apparently, his boy hasn't got a pain tolerance uh, or has no pain receptors when it comes to, like, hot, spicy food. Oh, really? He was telling me the last time he was on here on the podcast that his son has eaten some of the hottest peppers and spiciest things in the world and absolutely no reaction at all. Wow. So I told him about my old YouTube channel and the spicy things I eat on there, and it, like, killed me. And I said one of them was the world's hottest gummy bear. Yeah. The little nitro is what it's yeah, called. Yeah, I watched that episode. <clears throat> I've still got one. I oh, got Lord. two, I think, up there. Oh. And I told Zach, I was like, well, let's get him on the podcast and uh, we'll do a Facebook Live of him eating the world's hottest gummy bear. And he's like, yeah. He's like, you'll do it. I guarantee you'll do it. So That's I'm, crazy. I, and I know how hot that thing is because I've ate it before. It feels like like fire in your mouth, torch in your mouth. Yeah. So if he can take that, man. He's That's stud. something else. He's yeah, a stud. he's a stud for sure. So he, they're going to come back and do that, and we're going to live stream it. Uh, school's coming up too. Uh, what a month! Yeah, One more right month. at right at a month away. Yeah. Are the boys ready for that? No, they they don't like school. Uh, they do once they get there. It's yeah. just the getting up getting, and getting yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, they love school. They love McKeometry, but it's just the getting up and getting there that they don't like. I hated school. I did too. I hated it. I, I hated always it. complained. I'm sick. I liked middle. I think it was middle school. I liked all right, and then I hated. Elementary school and high school. Yeah, I didn't like school. Period. I liked <clears throat> people, but I never did like school. No, I hated. I hated <clears throat> any kind of a, I don't know, structure program like that. Yeah. When I went to menu, you texted me about about something the other day, which and reminded me of when I had to go to training in Glencoe, Georgia, for the prison. Yeah, it was like it was. It's a military base, is what you stay on, and it's ran. It's a militarized place. You have to be up and at this place at a certain time. If you ain't there, they make you get up in front of the class and sing. Some, you know, whatever. They might make you sing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star or something. Wow. You know? Did you ever have to sing? No. <laughs> no. I, I'm really good about being on time and early stuff and stuff. But there was a few people that was late and they made them get up and sing. And I hate any kind of structure like that, you know, like have to be here at this time. But... It, that just reminded me of how bad that sucked up there. Yeah. It was really bad. Like school. <laughs> it was It was like being in boot, what I would imagine being in boot camp would be as far as, you know, the, the schedule and being on time and stuff like that. It was really, really strict. When I was doing a DOT training, um, they uh, they fed us every day at yeah. Kentucky State Police Academy in Frankfurt. Yeah. And when we were going up there, a lot of them cadets were going through and I saw some pretty wild stuff. Oh, I'd say. And I'd, I'd be like, man, I don't know how these, you know, they should yeah. uh, give them 40 acres and a mule, anybody well, that goes put through them that. through pure hate. Yeah, I mean, they really do. They really do. That's awful. And, you know, there's guys, the, the, the Bureau of Prisons 
goes up there for three weeks yeah. for training. There's departments like ICE and the United States Marshals. Every federal law enforcement uh, agency gets trained at Glencoe, Georgia. At uh, It's called FLETSI, the Federal Law Enforcement Training Center. I think it's ICE that stays up there for six months training for six months away from their family and stuff Ugh. like that. Now, you can probably, I would assume, go home on the weekends and stuff like that, but who can go home? Yeah, imagine I mean, somebody travel. from Colorado or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. It's horrible. Uh, I would never do it again. I wouldn't. I'm glad I haven't had any uh, aspirations to do anything else because anything else you have to go right back up there for. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's horrible. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people don't mind it. I just don't like to travel. Me neither. I'm a homebody. I am too. My favorite place in the world right here at home. Uh, uh, that bologna sandwich just killed me. I love bologna. I, I do went, too. I went and bought a, some uh, ham and cheese loaf today. I love ham and cheese. I ain't had none in a long time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take me a, uh, take me a big ham and cheese sandwich to you work. work tonight. Yeah. What time do you usually leave? About nine. Nine thirty. Nine nine thirty. Yeah. Don't clock into eleven, but I'm. I like to get to work early and take my time driving up there and yeah. Yeah. all that stuff. Man, most of the time I, I'll stop at Phillips and get a coffee. They got the best coffee. I don't know. You're not a coffee drinker, mm-hmm. are you? Mm-hmm. But the, he, they, that guy's got the best coffee I've ever had. It just really, it's not bitter or nothing. I don't know what they I've do. I've never been into coffee. I've looked, I've tried to like coffee. I just can't can't get past it. Yeah, I bought like, I bought the most popular brands they are out at the time. And, None of it tastes good to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's an acquired taste. Yeah. It really is. It's like beer. I never did like the taste of beer. Now, see, I ain't going to lie to you. I could go out there and, and drink a beer right now and love it. Really? I love the taste of beer. I, never I just did always like, have. I never did like the taste of any of it, but I would drink it so fast yeah. that my mouth would go numb. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. I could drink anything, yeah. you know. Now, there is a lot of bad taste in beer, like uh, Paps Blue Ribbon. Never drank it's, it. It's no good, which it's an American-made beer. I would like to like it, but yeah. it's just it's not a good beer. Bud Light sucks. I've, I've never liked Bud Light. Don't you talk about Especially Bud Light. Especially now. <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> oh, gosh. But, but, uh, I could drink one straight down. If they, it, it tastes good. I never did like uh Never did like the taste of well, any of it. Now they ain't no good. They ain't no such thing as a good tasting liquor to me. No, not none of it. It all tastes horrible. Yeah, horrible. Much alcoholics. Much alcoholics. What the hell? Well, I got to tell you what happened to me. Tell us what. Happened. Uh, we've got about two minutes thirty seconds here before we uh, take a break. But yeah. uh, so me and my wife, we love the yard sale. Mm-hmm. So this past Saturday. She's like, it's uh, the Estree Tower Estates yard sale. Let's go. I was like, okay. So we get up early, early, early. And uh, uh, we're headed that way, and we get to where Ramsey's trailer park is around that curve. Uh-huh. And I'm just <clears> driving, <throat> and, and, and you're look, which if anybody's like me, you look at everything. Oh, yeah. You know? And we drive, and there's a Crown Royal bag, those cloth bags, yeah. sitting on the side of the road right in Ramsey's trailer park parking lot. Yeah. And it looked like it had something in it. And my mind went to racing. Yeah. Within se- like three seconds. Bills. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden, I just turned my turn signal on and whip it in the where Lucky's video used to be, the old video store. Yeah. And my wife's like, what are you doing? I said, I seen something. 
I'm like, I said, I seen something. Yeah, I seen something. So uh, I turn around and went to the end there, and I get out, and I grab the bag, and it's got weight. It's oh, got some weight no. to it, you know. And I walk back over. Cars are driving by, and uh, I walk back over to the uh, – uh, to the truck, my driver's side door was open, yeah. and I opened the bag, and there was a uh, I, well, I, it may be one of our listeners that chucked it out their window. Oh yeah, there was a yellow five or six inch sawzall blade, and then there was a bag. It was a um, uh, a dispensary bag. It had weed in it are you kidding no it, i don't know how much weed was in it it was quite a bit oh my gosh and it was must be in some powerful stuff yeah because you could smell it a mile away yeah <laughs> yeah that's crazy so 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 big w me i just throw it in the truck yeah and i've got a buddy that don't live here yeah and he's he's a big advocate of marijuana which i kind of am too you know yeah, i wish yeah. they would legalize for the right it. reasons yeah yeah um, you know uh, for people with medical conditions yeah, and stuff absolutely. like that definitely um so I, I shoot some pictures of it and i send it to him and he tells me what it is and he's like no that bag's not sealed and i'm like i'm looking at it it is sealed yeah it's never been opened wow. so i chucked it i got rid of it but yeah, i just yeah. thought that you know you know how you do that you, you I, I, only you <laughs> would find it's, uh, illegal drugs <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> but uh, we all do that we drive down the road and we see a box on the side of the road and we're like what, what if? was in that? What if? What if? What yeah. if? I died just the other day. You did? Did you get out? And no, I kept on going, but the whole time I was going to thinking wherever I was going, I was like, oh, I should. What? What if I? What if? Just let a fortune go by, right? Or uh, <laughs> something? Just a box full. Was, I think I actually went. It went through mine. What if that was like a box full of old basketball cards? Anything? Anything? Just anything. Okay, check this out. I don't know if you've seen this on Facebook, but it was on WYMT, one of our local news channels. Yeah. There was this uh, guy that found gold coins in a cornfield. Oh my god! Like a lot. Yeah. A lot of very valuable stuff. Wow. And I got a buddy named Donathan. He is the luckiest man that I've ever met. Yeah. And that would be something that he would find. Yeah. Because he does stuff like that. He if he like them old tobacco fields and stuff mm-hmm. down Indian Creek, he would go yeah. down there, man, and come out of there with 150 arrowheads every time. Wow. Every, the luckiest guy I've ever met. That's something else. Every time he'd go hunting, he would get the best. Wow. Like he'd kill and it would be with a twenty two or something, you know. That's crazy. <laughs> Just crazy stuff. What man? about finding a bag of weed? Yeah, That's a bag insane. of weed. <laughs> I'm trying to think of that family guy song. Yeah. Everything's better with a bag of weed. <laughs> <laughs> John Stewart. It's a great place to hide your weed, man. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Seriously, dude, who in the world else would find a bag of weed? Just you. Yeah, I, I wanted it, I wanted it to be a big, huge wad of hundred dollar bills. Man, that wouldn't know? that be awesome? Yeah, it would be. I ain't never done anything like that. I've lost stuff. I'll tell you this. Probably three or four years ago, <clears throat> uh, we was coming home from Richmond, coming up Big Hill, and whenever we. Wherever we had been, my wallet is real, like, uh, real. I got a real big wallet because it keeps my credentials and stuff in it, my badge for work. It's got all that money in it. (laughs) I got a real big wallet. (laughs) It's huge. It's like eight inches thick. I have to get a, I have to to take all my jeans and get the pocket made bigger. Have the back pocket extended. Yeah, I got to have an extended back pocket. But uh, whatever store we had left in Richmond, 
my wallet was hurting my hip, so I took it out of my hip pocket and put it in the door of the car. That was a big mistake. Well, we got home going up Big Hill, and I had to pee really bad. So I got out on Big Hill. It was probably 5, 6 o'clock in the evening. The sun was starting to go down. So I got out, went around, and peed, and got back in the car and left. Well, apparently, I guess my wallet had fell out of the door, and I didn't even know it until I got home. And uh, the odds of this is insane. There was a, a woman, I can't remember her name now, but she was coming up Big Hill an hour and a half later and saw my wallet laying on the side of the road, and her daughter and her stopped and got it and looked through it and said, oh, my God, I know this guy. Danny Potter, you know, and yeah. there's his credentials, his wallet, and stuff like that. I didn't have any money in it, you know. I didn't hardly ever pack cash like most people nowadays. But she got up with my sister on Facebook that night and said, I think I found your brother's wallet laying on the side of Big Hill and got it back to me the and next Ken day. Was like, what in the world is it doing on Big Hill? Yeah, for real. I mean, what are the odds of me getting that back? I go pay. <laughs> If anybody's ever lost their wallet and knowing the trouble of going through and getting new debit cards and new oh, driver's licenses and man. new health insurance cards and stuff, it's such a pain. Yeah. I've had to do it before. Yeah, I've had to do it a couple times. So getting and that the, back The bad thing huge. is, is I, I lost my wallet one time, couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah. And like two years goes by, and I'm cleaning out my truck, and I find it. Really? Yeah. Wow. And it had money in it. Only like seven oh, bucks. Yeah. You know, it had been great if it was like 700 or something. Yeah. I'm sure there's money stashed in this house somewhere that I have put up and forgot about. Yeah, that that it's mostly big big things of change for me. I, yeah. I do change like silver, you know, yeah. whatever, and the shiny money. Yeah. I, I throw it somewhere and then eventually I'll find it later yeah. on. I know that I've put money somewhere in this house. It might there may be some in this room in that in that closet right there for all I know. Yeah, but I'll I'll be cleaning something out one day and find it. We uh. uh you know, I mentioned earlier about not sleeping on a new bed until yeah. I was like 22. Well, <clears throat> it was like that with our clothes and most of the time when I was growing up. We, we, we was raised pretty poor. So we would go to the attic. The attic uh -huh. is uh, like this building in the town where we're from that uh, they get donations of clothes, kind of like a Goodwill kinda or like something. Kind of Goodwill, yeah. And uh, you go in there, and, I mean, it's like really pennies on the dollar for the, for the yeah, clothes yeah. that you buy. You could buy like... Five outfits, you know, for mm -hmm. three bucks or something. Yeah. Some good stuff in there, yeah. too. And uh, my mom had bought a leather black trench coat. Uh, yeah. This is years ago, years ago. <clears throat> and uh, I was probably maybe 10, 11 years old, something like that. And I yeah. put it on, you know. She got it for my brother because he was all into that, you there know. You John Bon Jovi. Yeah. Living on the prayer! <laughs> <Nancy> Pelosi! <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, man. But, uh I got I, I I put it on and I was ran you know going through the pockets on it found a twenty dollar bill in it oh yeah and that was big money back in nineteen eighty nine I don't know? think I've ever found money in my life uh, every year when I was a kid we would go to the carnival <clears throat> when when they would come to town yeah and every year I'd find money really on the ground, yeah when I was a kid my dad found a brown paper bag in Dollywood full of money one time it was like really? four or five hundred dollars. Crazy man, I can't get that lucky. Cannot can't get that lucky. I got to work for all my money. Man, I just have to sell drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I have to make meals. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, yeah, uh, I, I find these drugs on the side of the road. Uh, big news! Big news for Jackson County. Uh, uh, 
sheriff's department busted uh, somebody here that had tons, like not tons, but like big time drugs. Oh, really? Yeah, they had a picture. I heard about they this. A, yeah, they had a picture on Facebook. I think I saw it last night. Is their Facebook page back? Yeah, I guess. Uh, maybe. I some, thought it got taken away. I don't. I can't remember. Um, but because that was a good thing yeah. they had going. Let's see. Because it was something every day they was busting somebody for some some drugs or something like that, and then. I think I actually messaged the sheriff and be like, no, hey, what happened? Said, uh, the 12th of this year, the 12th of J- July, <clears throat> said uh, well, I didn't know one, of the, one of the deputies, along with Kentucky State Trooper, uh, was at a residence on House, uh, Rice Hill School Road in the Gap. Yeah. Two individuals were located uh, after they'd run off and detained. Further investigation revealed the presence of a large amount of drugs, 28 grams of suspected meth. Ooh. Look at this bag of meth. Monster. God, that's a huge amount yeah. of meth. And then some money, a bunch of pills and pill crushers and all that and stuff. All the four food groups. Yeah, stuff I, uh, I definitely, I love seeing that, Except man. guns. Yeah, I, I love seeing that. I didn't know that their Facebook page was back up. I thought, I, I'm pretty sure it got taken down because some stupid idiot around here complaining, oh, they put my, my baby daddy on Facebook for getting busted for meth. Probably something like that. Yeah. But I think I actually messaged him like, hey, I hope you get it back up. You know, but I didn't know it was back. Jackson County Sheriff's Office set the name of it. I'll have to look it up. Yeah. Yeah, I'll look it up and like it. <clears throat> that was good to show people exactly what's, uh, what what all they're doing because they're doing a whole lot. Yep. And I love it. And nothing tickles me no better than that stuff. It was good of them to accommodate uh, them. To, I mean, I ain't going to uh, get back into it, but them all these cars and stuff oh, down yeah, here. Oh, yeah, man. Like I was saying. real good because I, they was, a couple guys did do a little bit of a burnout. They didn't sweat it. You know? That's that they used to. Have, I don't know if you remember this, but remember right in front of McKee Baptist Church, they used to have the burnouts. Yeah, they had a it was complete like, burnout competition. Yeah, like once every week or something. Yeah. They should do stuff like man, that. Man, that was awesome for local vendors and stuff like that. Yeah. People that have their food trucks or whatever come yeah. set up. They need to do stuff like that all the time. That all should be the time. that should be at least a once a month thing. You know, <laughs> well, I I just think it would be enjoyable for people to get out and do that. Well, yeah, give them something else yeah. other to, than drugs and yeah. drink. Yeah, you know, just hanging out. There just needs to be some. That's the whole point. I, like I said, I ain't going to harp on it again, but there's so much money in motorsports. I didn't even realize this until I started talking to Eric and looking into all this stuff. But there's billions of dollars. Oh, in yeah. It. I mean, just local guys that love to tune on their vehicles yeah, that they work you on. you got a bunch of gearheads yeah. in this county. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Did uh, did Jimmy Judd bring his backwards vehicle down? He there? sure did. I, th- sure I think did. that's and cool. And they was people with Dirk. Big seventy, eighty, hundred thousand dollar cars, taking pictures of him yeah. and video of yeah. him. He's because telling how often do you see a drive a backwards truck driving like the forties? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I I remember whenever he he got that and he said he was going to do it. I thought, man, yeah. And then I was like, no, that's Jimmy. He'll do that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, stuff like that, I forget how many times he's had people come and offer him thousands upon thousands of dollars for that. Oh yeah. And I'm yeah, like, well, why so. don't you sell it and then do another project? He's yeah. like, ah. You just got no Jimmy, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It was cool to see somebody around here being, you know, these guys with these, like I said, $100,000 vehicles, Lamborghinis, Porsches. Uh, there was a Jaguar down there. There was a Chevette down there with a wide body kit on it. Did you see that? And the first thing I thought about was your brother-in-law. Do you remember the gold one that Tony had back in the yeah, day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually that was a sharp freaking it was, Chevette. It was Patsy actually took a picture of the one down there in McKee and sent it to Tony. Yeah, 
And he loved it. But that was my favorite car down there was the Chevette. Yeah. It looked like it had some big monstrous motor in it and stuff. Oh, it, was, it had nitrous and everything on it. That's crazy. It was awesome. But, but it was cool to see these guys with these big, expensive vehicles taking Tony, pictures of him. I think Tony's gold one had ground effects and all that stuff on it, if I ain't mistaken. I don't remember. But I, it was the nicest Chevette I've ever seen. Yeah. A Chevette. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, gosh. The Chevette was... It was, it was like a staple like, of Jackson County. Well, yeah, for everybody a while. had a Chevette or a Pinto. Everybody. My mom had a Pinto. Do you remember the Dodge Omnis? They looked, they was about the same size as a Chevette. Little bitty humped up car. I'm sure if I saw a picture. My mom had one years ago and loved that thing. My mom had a Gremlin, a AMC oh, yeah. Gremlin. AMC a green Gremlin, one, it was four wheel yeah. drive. I'll never forget it. Yeah. They had a uh, Dodge, what was a Starskin Hutch car? Oh. I think it was a Dodge. Uh, 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 no, I think uh, it's a Ford, ain't it? It was a Ford. Ford uh, Torin- Grand Torino. Yeah, it was a Torino. Had one, the Starskin Hutch car down there, red and white with paint, the same yeah, paint saw, scheme. I saw the pictures. It was awesome. <laughs> that was real cool, man. Yeah. I enjoy stuff like that. I Like I said, when if anything's during the week, if I ain't got to work, <clears> I guarantee I have to work this weekend. Guarantee. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Yep. Got to pay them bills. Got to pay them. Got to pay them. They'll they'll they won't stop coming in the mail. I'll be I can't per- figure it out. I'll be perfectly honest with you. If if something halfway decent was to rear its head up for me, I would probably take that take take that job. Oh yeah. I'd probably walk away from. I mean, I make really good money, Danny. <clears throat> yeah. I really do. But yeah. working third shift and. The wire and tire on your 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 body and your mm-hmm. and your not. I mean, I get to spend some time with my kids, but yeah. sometimes I come in from work, man, and I don't go to bed till one or two o'clock, and I'll take sleeping medicine as soon as I come in really? and just lay there in the dark, begging God for me to go to sleep, and my mind's running, and I can't sleep, and it just sucks to be honest with you. Oh, I know. I work third shift too. Uh, the uh, uh, the last week I was off <coughs> for a shutdown. Yeah. Woke up at five thirty, six o'clock in the morning every day. Felt good. Just, I mean, felt normal. Yeah. And then have to go back to this. It I sucks. don't know. I know what you're saying. I don't know why. I've been off all this week. I don't have to go back till Monday night. Yeah. And I've thought, heck yeah, I'm going to sleep in, get me some good rest. I've been up at 4 or 5 o'clock every yeah. week, every day this week. And it's not actually, not my well, it is my fault, but I ain't doing it intentionally. I've got something going on with my nerves in my back, my shoulder, and it's it's actually getting to the point now where it's driving me a little bit insane. And I've mentioned this before, but I'll be I'll wake up and my arms do not work. Yeah, numb and numb and hurting, really, really, you've got a really pinch. bad. You got the, like a vertebrae laying on a nerve or something. Something. Well, I went to uh, Chris Sipple. Down here in Bria, super yeah. good chiropractor, super good guy. He's a gearhead too, and uh, <clears throat> he he. I think he said when they done X rays of me that my neck was an inch and a half forward too far. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I told him about getting in a fight uh, years ago in the prison system, and that's probably what done it and stuff. But uh, I don't know what it is, man. I'll wake up and in like really bad pain. They're so numb. Yeah, and I'll like have to throw my arms over to get them to hang off the bed 
to try and get the blood flow back back to them. And it takes like ten minutes. Yeah, and it's hurting really I, bad. I guarantee it's what it is, man. It's some some kind of vertebrae, nerve pinch, something. Well, I went to the doctor this morning up in Manchester. Doctor Edwards, super good doctor up there in Manchester. Everybody up there is good, and uh, they sent me for an X-ray at Manchester Hospital. And the guy up there told me, he said, you'll be back for an MRI. And I'm like, you think so? And he said, yeah, anytime that you've got limbs going numb or anything, they'll be uh, ordering a, an MRI. Yeah, they got to figure out what that is, dude. Yeah. So I can't sleep. You know, the only way that I can sleep and that not happen as much is sitting straight up. I wish I could do that, man. I have to be laying down. I'm uh, my wife and, I, and Patsy's probably the same way. Yeah. Within two minutes, 120 seconds, they're snoring. Oh, Patsy's can and be I, asleep I, in no time. I, I, man, I'm listen, so jealous. I, I would. Uh, I'd give them a paycheck <clears throat> if I could do that. Oh yeah, I would too. Definitely she could would. literally. Uh, a buddy of mine. Uh, I don't know if he still does it, but used to. Man, he he would fall asleep just sitting there. Yeah. Patsy can be asleep in literally seconds. I work with this guy's name. We call him T. His name's Tonito. Oh, yeah. Big dude, big dude. He's big as I am. Yeah. And uh, I when I first when I first got on there back in twenty nineteen or eighteen or something mm-hmm. like that, um, I I had switched to third shift because say I was working second shift and I had no life. It was killing me. Yeah. Second I mean, shift, you ain't got no life. And, and you know I I never got to see my baby. You know, McKenna was just born when yeah. I started working there, and uh, I never did get to see her. And because uh, we worked a lot of overtime and all that junk, so uh, I remember I went to third, and he was on third shift, and I was walking down one of them lines, and he was standing there snoring. Oh yeah, yeah, he's like six five, big old black guy. Yeah. And he, God, that's awesome. And the funny thing is, dude, is he was really sawing logs because they have to wear a full face respirator. Oh, yeah. So he was really loud. Wow. And it's a loud factory anyway. And I walk right by and he, I can hear him. That's Sound doing like something a Yeah. And him standing there. And then uh, finally somebody walked over there and done something. And, and uh, he was like, <clears throat> I was like, man, how you do that? He said, I don't know. I just do. Gifted. Yeah. Standing there. Sleeping. I don't. I. I I don't know what I would I, I would give a lot of money for one peaceful night's sleep. Oh man, I, that's like an unachievable goal. Of when mine. I was when I was trying to figure out all this uh, uh, antidepressant medicine, anxiety medicine, all this stuff, um, I told you the story about feeling like I was standing up on a railing watching myself work. Mm-hmm. Well, I panicked and freaked out and had a real bad anxiety attack, and I yeah. went home that day. Yeah, and. Uh, I was scared to death because the night before I had told my wife that uh, I said I'm I said I'm going to tell you how I feel. I said I could give a crap about you, the kids, anything. I said mm-hmm. I just don't care. Yeah. And I, I said I feel like I don't have a soul. And she was like, "Well, that's not good. Maybe you should just." And I didn't read the directions or call my doctor. I just flat quit taking the pills, which is and, dangerous. Yes. And the next, it was the next day or two is when <clears> I had <throat> that real bad episode. Yeah. But when I got home, I took, um, what was it? I took, I want to think that it was, uh, NyQuil. Mm-hmm. I poured like a dose in the little plastic cup that comes with it. And I slept better than I've ever slept in my life. Really? Yeah. I remember waking up and I was laying flat on my back, which I never do. And I was in my and like coffin ready. My hands were on my chest. Really? Yeah, when I woke up and I was so warm and peaceful feeling. Yeah. 
but no doubt it was the Lord, man, because I was, those pills, man, I felt like I didn't have a soul. And finally they got me on something that, that actually helps. I, I would give a lot of money for a good, just one, just one night's sleep without being in pain or hurting or waking up early. If I was to sleep till eight o'clock in the morning, I'd freak out. Yeah. I'd be like, oh my God, what have I missed? Right. You know, something's happened for me to sleep this late. Eight o'clock in the morning. Well, see, sometimes I, sometimes I'll take <clears> uh, I'll take a sleeping, uh, like them uh, Zequil pills. Yeah. Uh, or a Unisom, they call them. I ain't never tried Unisom. Um, I'm soon, afraid of them. As soon as I, like, get addicted or whatever, like, yeah, that, like yeah. you fear it, yeah. it, these are non-addicting, they say. But anyway, I don't know. I mean, like, sometimes I can take one of them. As soon as I start, as soon as I clock out, I can take one and drive home. And any other normal human being, they would be ready to die when they get home. Yeah. I mean, he would be kicked in. Yeah. Not me. I could come in, lay in the bed, pitch black dark. I got darkened curtains. You can't see your hand in front of your face. Fan going wide open. It's good and cold. And just yeah. lay there. Yeah. Can't sleep. One time I laid there for like four hours, four God. or five hours with my eyes shut. Jesus. Just lay just there. Just hoping for it. Yeah. Couldn't sleep for nothing. I'm telling you what, people out there, listen, if you can sleep good, you better be thankful. Yeah, you better jump up and shout. There's a lot of people, including us two right here, that cannot do it. I never have been able to. Never have. I, mean, I know a lot of it is my mental health yeah. because I can't get my brain to switch off. That's exactly what I tell my wife. I'm like, I can't get it to I can't get turn it. off. As soon as I – you can ask Patsy if she was sitting right there, she'd tell you. Ten minutes after I'm laying down – I'm, I start jerking and shaking my head because that's how I get those bad thoughts out of my head. It's just to shake my head, jerk my head right quick, you know, like throwing it out of my brain, yeah. kind of. Yeah. But I start kicking my legs, having these like horrible, horrid images pop in my yeah. brain, which we've talked about this before. Yeah. But it's 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 partly because of probably a prior in, injury where my arms is going numb, but. A part of it too is I can't get my brain to turn off. Yeah, I'm the same way. It's my so wife, sad. My wife, uh, she said she's done this several times, which I don't believe her. That <laughs> <laughs> she'll sit there and watch me. Yeah. And she said you can tell right when you're starting to go and to go right into sleep, and said all of a sudden you'll jerk, and then you'll get up, yeah. go to the living room. Yeah, that's why I am. Yeah. Every night this week since I've been off, I have gotten up at 4, 4.35, somewhere around in there. Jumped up out of the bed because of my arms or because of some bad thought entered my head. Yeah. And I'll have to go in the living room and sit and sleep on the couch. Yeah. Sitting straight up like an idiot. Yeah. But that's the only way I can do it. I don't know. If you can sleep good, be thankful because it's such it's it's like it's like it's no different than if I was to sit here and you put five hundred five one hundred dollar bills on this table, or you say, Danny, you can have this five hundred dollars or one night's good sleep. I'd take it one night's good sleep over five hundred dollars any day. Well, I'd probably take the money. <laughs> I'd take the sleep. I'm sorry, I would. I'd, do, I'd probably take the money. Let me have that money. I try to put that in the bank. <laughs> yeah, man. I'd take the $500 and pay you 100 I'd knock me out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been yawning all day. Oh, I fell asleep on the couch. I woke up, and you had texted me. And I'm like, oh, God, I don't know how long it's been since he texted me. So I texted you right away. I was asleep on the couch. I was trying to cook chicken. That was the biggest, the mm. biggest chicken legs I've ever seen in my how life. How big was he? 
Really? Yeah, that, that was the size of you a sure baseball. You sure you turkey? <laughs> no, it, it said chicken on the bag. And my boy landed. Yeah. He said, "How do they get their bones that big?" Oh yeah. And I said, "They t- they talk to their legs." <laughs> You know, because I always got something. You know how I am with him. I know. Because he'll ask some of the dumbest questions. Yeah. And I said, son, I said, these chickens, I said, from the time they hatch until they get to the slaughterhouse, I said, six weeks. Yeah. yeah. I said, how long is that? He said, 42 days. I said, exactly. Yeah. And that's 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 they pump them full of so much junk. They sure do. And you, tell, and you try to tell hormone. yeah, you try to tell me that that we ain't ingesting that stuff, and yeah. it ain't you know uh, making uh, six year old little girls start their period, you uh-huh. know, at six years old or whatever, and yep. having full breasts by the time they're in third grade. Mm-hmm. And I, it's totally making a difference. Yeah, it, it is. Man. Back when me and you was that age, you could tell we was that age. Yeah, you could tell little girls was that age. Yeah, I mean. Man, I was tall. Tent. We were big kids. We were big. Me and you both were big yeah, boys. There's was, was about 10 of us. That was pretty good size young. We was the biggest out of the entire school. Yeah. <laughs> and But, I mean, but you could still tell. You know? Yeah, you could still Our tell. This was still like yeah, chipmunks and all that stuff. We were squeaky and little and didn't have no hair on our face my, yet. My, my son, uh, when he was still going to public school, I think it was, no, it's the 12-year-old when he, he's, he's still in public school. But he had this friend that would call. And I swear, dude, they were like in third grade, and this kid's voice, he was like the uh, the movie the movie previews guy. Oh, yeah. yeah the real, you know. Wow, real deep. Real deep. And yeah. I'd be like, how old are you? He'd be like, 10. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> when I was 10, I talked like Mickey Mouse. Speaking of people we went to school with, I ran into a guy down there at that car show. And I hope... If he listens to this, I hope and pray that he don't mind me saying his name. But I'm going to say his name because I'm going to brag on this dude. And I'm hoping to get up with him again to possibly have him on here. Have you seen Michael Cox lately? Uh, Yeah. Man, see, I see him in the store and stuff. Yeah, he's doing I hadn't great. seen him in years. Yeah, I hadn't seen good. him in years. Last I'd heard of, you know, he was still doing what he used to do. Yeah. This I ran up on him down there. He was uh, his. He had a little booth set up down there. I didn't know him. I mean, he's very obvious to, that it's Michael Cox because he's a big brute of a man, yeah. you know. But he looked like a different person. Yeah. He looked healthy. Yeah. He looked happy. Yeah. And I he he actually pointed me out. He's like, I thought that was you. And I'm like, Michael. Yeah. And I walked over, I shook his hand. I wanted to hug him. I yeah. was so happy that yeah. he's looking so good, yeah. man. Yeah. So, and man, you talk that, about stories. That boy right there buddy, can tell you some stories. I guarantee it. Yeah. Listen, anybody that knows him knows that he's got a rough history, oh, which yeah. everybody does, including us. Yeah. <clears throat> but this dude right here used to be a rough. Yeah. It still is. I'm not saying he ain't, but he used to be a rough customer, man. Oh yeah, he would. He would nowadays. Uh, Big Mike, he uh, he would rather hug you than hurt you. Yeah, yeah, and that was yeah. it was totally opposite back in the oh, day. Oh yeah, I seen that dude yeah. throw down. It was. I <laughs> thought he was going to kill people for, for yeah. a couple of times in the past. <laughs> I watched him. He was in eighth grade. He was. We was in seventh, and I watched him punch this kid in the forehead. Oh my god! Hallway. You thought his head was going to explode? Probably like foam shot out of his nose, mouth, and ears. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. And Mike thought every he, orifice. Yeah, there is. yeah, Mike thought the guy started convulsing, and Mike thought he killed him. Well, I mean, it would. I can only compare probably getting hit by Michael Cox's uh, sledgehammer. Yeah. to the side of the head. He, he was the Tyson of of he our was. generation. He really was. Yeah, but man, I ran up on him down there, and he looks so yeah. good. I saw so him at, different. I, I saw him at the dollar store the other day. I didn't know it. Yeah. I didn't know it. I hadn't seen him in years, and you'd think living here in this small community you would run up on somebody like yeah. him he looked awesome so mike if you do listen to this i'm proud of you i'm tickled to death that i got to see you the other day keep up the good work because oh, yeah. you I, looked awesome. I love on him i love on him every time i see him we talk about the lord yeah and i mean oh, he, he gave all the credit to god yeah while i was down there yeah he's which totally is awesome di- totally different guy totally different yeah. if you know him in the past versus now yeah it can only be God yeah. change somebody. It's like the truth, and I love that man. I start laughing. It's so because awesome. there's so many people they and they're just waiting for Mike to mess up, or they're just waiting for Beefy no, to mess up. He had a lot in him, man. That, that, that I've way, never seen. That way, people say, oh, "I know he didn't have nothing anyway." Yeah, that's <laughs> but I, I think it's hilarious because there's nothing that that makes me feel like. I, I don't know if it's shouting or what it is, but nothing that makes me feel like so motivated and pumped than to see people that nobody gave hope for and how they can change their life. Oh, yeah. But uh, I saw uh, Michael. There was two dudes in school, and I can't, near, I can't remember the name of the, the other guy, but Michael and this other guy was known to be the two baddest dudes in high school. Can't remember the other guy's name. They it built, wasn't me. They, no, it wasn't me either. <laughs> wasn't me by any means. But uh, these these old boys, these two had gotten mad at each other, and everybody was, was expecting them to fight that day. And I dreaded it for both of them yeah. because they was throwing bombs. You know, they just demolished anybody that got in front of them. And the only they got into it right in the hallway of the high school right there. And it was like watching explosions <laughs> when their fists would connect with each other. Yeah. And uh, and they never did knock each other out, which was even more amazing because everybody knew what kind of damage these boys could do. And but just to go back, just to see what a change that he's come for come come from, from what he used to be to is now, there is no other explanation for it than God. I agree. I agree. Totally. So. I just wanted to spotlight Michael Cox there for a minute, man. You're doing awesome. Yeah, proud of you, good. You looked happy and healthy. Keep on doing it, man. Yeah, like I said, I love on him every time I see him, man. We, it, I mean, we've never we've never missed a beat. All the way back from alternative school, we was in alternative school together and all that stuff, and we go camping all the time, and yeah. and we trade shoes and mm-hmm. you know stuff like that all the time. I always made it a point to stay on his good side. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, which man, Michael, I always did get along. I've never had a bad word with the dude, and he's never had one with me, and that's the way I want to keep it. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I, ho- I hope he does listen, man. I, I mean, we're not the only ones that think that he's. He's doing a lot better with his life. I mean, Lord, coming, no, there's no me and him have a lot of similarities uh, mm-hmm. coming from, you know, how we were raised in our childhoods and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, when me and him get to talking about those things, it's just, <clears throat> it's, it's going back and and looking. And that's all that's all I want to do when I think about that. I just want to go back and look every now and then, yeah. you know, yeah. in my mind. I don't want to go back and stay. I don't want to go back and, and try to rekindle, you know, something that was back then. But uh, every now and then, it's good to to look at where you come from. It is. 
It is. I've noticed here on Facebook the last couple days that I'm seeing more and more people with an, uh, with a, a past of addiction and stuff like that getting clean yeah. and finding God yeah. and stuff. And it just tickles me to death. Yep. Tickles me to death. There's me. three, uh, Michael being one of them, that I have that I watch real close. Not to not not waiting for them to, to go backwards or anything like that, but just it's every post that they make, it's giving credit to God and how happy they are and all this uh, stuff. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Nothing like it. You yeah. man. Oh, man. So, yeah, that was, I just wanted to bring bring him up for a minute. I hope he don't mind me talking about nah, it. he don't, man. I guarantee it. He's just like me. He's open book. Yeah. But uh, that, I, I always tell him that we ain't getting no prettier. We're getting, we're getting ugly and old. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm proud of him, too, man. Oh, yeah, I'm super proud of him. And my my thing is, is if if he was to decide tomorrow, I'll just say heck with it, go back to his former life. There would there would be no change in the love that me and him have for each other. No, no, it's always been there. Yeah. You know, like I said, we we you know was an alternative education together, traded shoes, camped out together, uh, done stuff that we shouldn't have done. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, back in the day, but I don't think he'll ever look back. Uh, I don't he, think you will either. Last time I talked to him, prior to seeing him at the dollar store here the other day, uh, we talked for probably 30, 40 minutes at Save a Lot. Yeah. And he was talking about uh, never wanting to go back to that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And well, look, he's had look, enough look, of it. Look, looking at what God's, you know, he had his kids with him and stuff. <clears throat> yeah. You know, that's one of the first things that, that happens when you, you live that lifestyle is the government, the you know, local law, they'll take your children. Yeah, they will. And, they uh, will. you know. We we live in an age and day now that parents don't even care about their kids anymore. No, they don't. And uh, but uh, when you find those that do, that's that's a lot of the willpower too, and that's a lot of motivation for them to, you know, mm-hmm. want to get help, want to get better, want you yeah. know, want to do you know better with their lives. And yeah. then of course you 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 encounter Jesus, man, and and it makes things so much easier because because once you once you encounter Him, then you look back and you're like, holy crap, man! And the first thing that you tell people is, I wish I would have done this sooner. But the thing is, is God God's timing, man, is is not like man's timing. He He allows things, and people are like, what do you mean that God allows bad to happen? Yeah, God will. God allows things that are not positive to happen in your life to get you to where you are right now. It absolutely does. Right now. You mm-hmm. know, that's what that's what God's done. So <clears throat> that way when you do want to go back and look every now and then, yeah. In your mind, you're like, man, it, it had to be God. I believe he'll let you get right to the end of your oh, rope yeah. and then snatch you back into yeah. reality. Yeah. I mean there's so many I've I've been there several times. I'm a uh, prodigal uh a prodigal by many, many times, you know. Uh, I've I've went back and slipped back and 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 literally uh, turned around, you know, blatantly turned around mm. out of anger and and things like that. But I mean, you know, praise be unto God that He like always. I could not get away from Him. Yeah. And some of those times, Danny, I was trying, and I'd be like, "Why are you doing this to me? Yeah. I've made this decision to not serve you. Mm-hmm. Why are you in my head? Yeah. You know and and the reason that he was because he loves me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the truth, <laughs> yeah. man. That's one thing that people probably don't realize that they do is no matter how big of a troublemaker you are or a drug addict or alcoholic or um, just a mean person, God loves you just as good oh, as he yeah. does the best person in the world. Yeah. and doesn't make any difference in you. We talked about 
here a few episodes back, we talked about the guy that shot his children, and I mentioned, yeah. you know, that <clears throat> that if this man truly repented in his heart, he could go to heaven too. Yeah, yeah. and uh, but I mean, I God don't think like I do. No, you know, we have we have features of God. We we we're made in His own image and in His likeness, and and. God has been angry. You can read and find out where he's yeah, been yeah, pretty yeah. pretty upset and destroyed mm-hmm. whole you know whole towns yeah. you know before. But uh, I I have a lot of mixed feelings when it comes to you know predators that hurt children and stuff like that. <coughs> well, but I we also realize that the mercy of God that I'm no different and no better than the worst person on the planet. That's hard to I, I, swallow. I, it really it? is. But but there's no, there, there's a different penalty for being here on this planet for some of our sins. You know, if I go out here and murder somebody, and 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 God's done allowed my life to live to be ninety two years old, mm-hmm. then I'll have to spend so much time in prison, probably the rest of my life. Yeah. You know, that's going to be the punishment for that sin that I've committed. Yeah. But uh, that doesn't mean that God won't, you know, forgive me. That's where a lot of people get it twisted. They'll they'll think, well, you know, if I get saved and give my life to God, everything's going to be perfect, and it's not because you're going to fight. A lot fight. of times it gets harder. Yeah, that, I've heard. <clears throat> oh, it. <clears throat> It does, because now you're fighting the enemy that you was once friends with, and it's constant. What do you say to somebody that wants to turn their life over to God, but because they know it's going to get harder, they don't? Because uh, I, yeah, 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 I'm gonna I, tell them myself. That's what's kept me from it a oh, lot yeah. of times. Uh, I'm like God. I, I mean, my life's going pretty good right now. Why do I want to make it more difficult by? Seeking him out even more. Right. That's a real thing. I'm just being oh, yeah, honest. Yeah, I agree 100%. You know, I'm just, I mean, I'm just saying probably what a lot of people are thinking. I don't want to mess up. I, I hate wanna, to say it. Right, way, I don't want to mess up a good thing. I don't want to mess up a good thing by including God. Right. I mean, how crazy does that right. sound? But it's the truth. I understand it. Because because that the, the enemy, man, that he he's the God of the air. He's the God <clears> of this, <throat> this earth yeah. right now. So, of course, you're going to have all the things that he wants you, as long as you continue to serve him. And a lot of people think, man, I'm not a devil worshiper. I'm not, I don't have a pentagram. And I'm not lighting black candles in my <laughs> yeah. living room. And we're yeah. in there singing Kumbaya, Satan, you <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah. But. Your life, your thoughts, your inner being, your spirit is serving him. Well, and, and I answered your question right before you even asked it. Now your friend, now you have an enemy that was once your friend. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, I mean, that would be like me and you. Me and you are like brothers. We love each other. But mm-hmm. if in three seconds from now we decide to be enemies, yeah, it, our lives are going to suck because we're going to make it hard on each other. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. Whole, and we've been tw- we've been friends for forty years. Yeah, you know, as far back as we can remember. Yeah. But if 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 tomorrow I don't like red solo cups and you've got one, <laughs> you know, and I, I'm yeah. heck with Andy Potter, I don't like him. You know. <laughs> You know, then, then my my whole mindset is to destroy you just yeah. as well as you are for me. Yeah. But that's the mindset you have to have when you give your life to God. When you do, I want to destroy him. We already know that he's going to be destroyed. Mm-hmm. We are already know that Satan's going to be cast into the lake of fire. But what he wants to do is drag as many as he can with him. Yeah. So it's our job to go and tell, hey, just like Mike, just like me, just like you, we are. It's visibly obvious that something's different about us. Yeah, that we that it we look was healthy. Very we, obvious with him. Yeah, we look healthy. <clears throat> we look happy. We look. There's something different. Yeah. And then you give us that opportunity to tell you what's different. Mm-hmm. Then the battle begins. Boom. That's when you go out and start telling everybody. I, I think somebody put it to me this way one time, and they was like, "Danny, you know, you got to 
pretty good setup. They was talk. This is the conversation they was having with me. They said, "Now you got a pretty good setup. You know, you got a good job. You're married to a wonderful, beautiful woman. You got two kids. You got a pretty place and everything." And uh, it was like, "You got it real good, man." And uh, so he put it to. Him. We was talking about the Bible and stuff like that. And I don't know if he was preaching at me or just talking in generalities or whatever. But he said, "You know, God or the devil." When you seek God out, things do get harder sometimes. He said, but right now, he said, you 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 may be under the impression that your life is right on track with what you want it to be. He said, but little do you know, the devil has got you where he wants you. Right. And he's leading you to believe that you have got everything, everything figured need. out. Yeah. But in reality, you're headed down the devil's path instead of God's path. See, there's a scripture, the Bible says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We don't wrestle against things that we can see. Well, so your life may be perfect. Mm-hmm. You, you may be a Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't know if he knows Jesus, yeah. but what, he's one of the richest people of Hollywood, right? Yeah. So he could have it all. He, you know, he could eat lobster every day, whatever, you know, have anything he wants. He's set. I don't yeah. think he's married or whatever, but any, he's he's got the perfect life. Yeah. He don't never have to make another movie. He don't uh-huh. ever have to do anything. He can just sit there and, and live on his millions and live better than anybody on this planet. Yeah. But there's something missing. Oh, yeah. There's and then if he gives missing. his life to God, that doesn't mean that he might lose all that, that he might not. I know a lot of very <laughs> wealthy people that serve yeah. God. That yeah. literally serve God, and they they actually can can juggle those two things to be rich and to yeah. serve the Lord. It is very hard to do that. I know some people that has barely got enough money to make ends meet, but happiest they're the people. happiest yep. people you'll ever come across oh, yeah. in your life because they've got God. Yeah, that's the that's the what the scripture says. It's joy unspeakable and full of glory. Mm-hmm. But you don't fight against what you can see. It's all in your mind. Now. Yeah. It's a mental warfare. Now it may it may turn into something. Like I said, the devil, he wants to drag as many people to hell as he wants to. He may go and try to get your children, get your wife, get your you know, your supervisor or whatever it is that he's wanting to try to do to try to destroy your life, to get you to have doubt and in God. That's mm-hmm. what he wants to do. I'm a, hmm. Say, <laughs> say whatever you want to. <laughs> the thing is, Danny, is no, no matter what it is, we've all thought it. Even yeah. you know, Joel Osteen. <laughs> I know, man. You agree. I know, man. You agreed when we started this to be real and honest. But I kind of, I swear, I hate to make myself look like this. Do it, Danny. I am afraid. Now I believe in God. I pray. I, I don't go to church. I just don't. I have no reason not to. Right. I just, uh, that's where I am slacking. I don't go to church. I should. I know that. But I am afraid, <laughs> I really hate to, to say this, but I'm going to. I'm afraid to move forward with my relationship with God because I'm afraid my children will suffer. Right. I understand that. But my, uh, uh, I'm but, afraid the devil will do something to my kids. Okay, there, I, I, that that uh, is, that's probably the most used thought that the enemy, the enemy does. Now I don't believe I'm going to hell, folks. Right. I believe that I'm going to heaven. I'm a pretty good person, but I'm afraid to seek him out any more than I do because 
I'm afraid that my family will well, suffer. See, I'm afraid he'll tear my marriage apart un, or something like that. Unfortunately, there's a lot of churches that preach this generational curses, and yeah. you can bring on you can bring on you know uh, famine in your own home and this that and the other. Here's 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 all this in a nutshell, dude. It's already been <clears throat> it's already been set in stone. Yeah. And, you know, people always say there's two roads. There literally is, man. Oh, yeah. Imagine that if you stay on course to where you're at right now, doesn't mean that you're going to go to hell. Doesn't mean anything like that. Doesn't mean that your children uh, will have perfect health and your marriage will last from here to the day both of you die and all that good stuff and that stuff. Doesn't mean that that won't happen. Doesn't mean that that will happen if you stay on this course. Mm -hmm. But let's imagine that... If you don't one of these, and God will God will put you in a position where you have no other choice but to follow through with that relationship, and He does it because He loves us. All you got to read the book of Job, man. It will blow your mind. This is something that's probably my favorite book out of the Bible. It was the first one that I ever read totally through without jumping around. Yeah, and what what really sticks out. The the best to me in the story of Job is his friends, mm-hmm. is like me and you. Yeah, his friends because they they all believed in this generational curse. You know, you know. Well, that's the reason Job lost his wife, or lost his kids and his cattle, and now he's poor and he's laying in ashes and got bulls, big blisters busting. He's in total pain, laying in a pile of ashes, crying. All he's got to do is curse God and he'll die. Yeah. He's going to go to paradise mm-hmm. because he was a righteous man. Yeah. You know? But the devil came to God and said, have you considered Job? If you'll take away everything that he owns, all these things that he holds so dear to him, he'll curse you and die. And God said, all right, I'll do it. I know he won't. Yeah. And he didn't. But all Job's friends kept telling him that, dude. They were like, well, that's the reason. This is the reason. <clears throat> Just curse God. His own wife told him. Yeah. That's the reason our life sucked, Job. Yeah. And then it takes this little kid coming around, just being a little kid. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they're all sitting around basically around a campfire or something, and Job's sitting there in misery and pain, don't have nothing. Yeah. And the little kid reminds Job of everything that God had done. And then Job just gets smart and says, you know what, you're right. And then all of a sudden his life started changing because, like I said, sometimes God will put you to where you need to be to get on that path. Maybe Job was just like Danny Potter. He was afraid to further his relationship with God because of fear of something happening. That's what it is. Yeah, I mean, I've been there, dude. I've been there. But you've got to, you've got to have the mindset of Job. He said, whether I live, die, whether I go, stay, whether everything's gone, blessed be the name of the Lord. Mm-hmm. No matter what happens, I'm going to keep praising God. No matter, I don't care what it is. He lost his children. He lost his his farm. He lost everything. He was worth a lot of money. Yeah. He lost it all. But once that little kid got around all of them and reminded Job of where God had brought him from, even before he had all that, Job's pretty much like, yeah, he's right. And then all of a sudden, man, his, his, everything started changing, and he got everything back. Now, some people say, yeah, he got it all back, Beefy, but you know he still had bad days because he had to go to the graves of his children. Oh, yeah. But I'm sitting here thinking, I'm sitting here thinking, you know, I've got a great imagination. I'm thinking, I don't believe his kids 
we're still dead. I believe it doesn't say that God did or didn't, mm-hmm. but God is life. He is the resurrection. Who's to say that God didn't resurrect all of his kids and give it all back to him? He had double what he had before he died, or before yeah. all that happened. So I'm thinking, no, I don't. I, my imagination's great. God resurrected his kids. He may have had a per, he may have had a favorite milk cow, yeah. <laughs> Lucy yeah. Bell. Yeah. God resurrected that cow and give him double what he had. Yeah. And I believe that. I mean, I'm just dumb enough because that's what the world says that I'm dumb enough to believe that. I am dumb enough to believe that. It's a real it's a real thing for me. I think about it all the time, all the all the time, quite often. You know because. Everywhere you go, in this county, out of the county, in this world, you're going to run up on people that seem like they got it all together. Oh, yeah. Uh, They've got the perfect job, perfect wife, perfect life, tons of money. Just like an old Leo DiCaprio. Yeah. Millionaire. He's maybe right now drunk and a dog in a drunken stupor miserable right now trying to get his mind off of trying everything to get his that's mind. going on in his mind yeah trying to get his mind off of something yeah. now we only see him when he's out in public and all cool and debonair and all this stuff or whatever that fancy word is but he may be going through the worst time of his life yeah so don't ever think that somebody's got it together because i'm gonna tell you right now from the outside looking in that's what's missing from my life. Right. Is a closer relationship with God. Right. I do have a good life. I've I'm happy. I'm I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life. I've got a beautiful, loving wife. Babies me to death. Two gorgeous boys. A good job and a and a and a nice home. Yeah. But there's always something missing from somebody's life, oh, no matter yeah. how put together they seem. Yeah. Now I don't want to give the, the wrong impression, like I'm. Some idiot that goes around here cussing and acting a fool and, uh, and, and all the, and drinking all the time and just living a sinner's life. I don't live a sinner's life. Right. I don't think you right. know. I don't know what the true definition of that is, but uh, that's that's really what's missing from my life. A closer and walk. With a God. closer walk with God. Well, I, I'm close to Him, but I know that I'm not where I where need, need to, be. to be. Right. I know you was going to say that <laughs> need to be. I know I'm not. But that, Danny, I'm not where I need to be with God. And I don't think anybody is. It's always a a a, a, a learning experience, and a and a and I always try to get closer it, to it, Him. To me, it's not the fact that you're where you need to be with God. It's the whole fact of knowing God. You yeah. have to know him. Yeah, Well, that's I'm the same way. And the reason that we don't is because we're not where we need to be. Yeah. And it, it all falls <laughs> out. I get to need to be yeah. if I don't know where I'm going. Right, right, right. <laughs> and that's that's it. To to trust in him. Yeah. Because nobody is ever where they need to be. And yeah. if your te- if your preacher or your church is teaching you that, that you are where you know, I'm sorry. You better get out of there. Yeah, because you're walking, that. you're treading on dangerous ground. This, listen, I'm telling you the truth. I know a lot of people don't believe this. They think they go to an altar and pray one time and everything's okay. It may be for you. It may be for you, but not for Jason, not for Beefy, not for Danny. And it ain't because we went to a Pentecostal or a holiness church. That has nothing to freaking do with it. The thing is, is we know what it's like to be on both sides of the tracks. Not that you don't. But I know for a fact that from 2011 to 2014, if I would have died, I would have went split hell wide open. I know it with all my heart. There was a point where I would have, too. I know it. And listen, you're talking about 
about a guy that prior to that had spoken tongues, that shouted the house down, that preached, that got up and led youth ministry, that, you know, was in the ministry for years, ordained minister, you know, of, for young people. That was my, I, I, that's my calling, you know, is I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not a pulpit preacher. Mm-hmm. I'm a street preacher. Yeah. I may say things that are, that, that they don't say in the pulpit, like masturbate. Yeah. You know, there's not a church in this county or in this state that's going to get up and talk to a bunch of young people and say, did you know that masturbation is a sin? Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know that separates you from to God. Be said. Yeah, they're, they're, especially young people, because they are the most they, they are they are at a pivotal moment in their life right now because of the way this world is, mm-hmm. you know, from the ages of 11 to about 25 right now. Yeah, that is so pivotal in their life to really focus on what life is and and having something in life. That doesn't mean that you're going to, just like Danian mentioned, he knows people that don't have a pot to piss in, as the old saying goes, but they're happy. They have joy. They are sustained. They They are complete. Yeah. And 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 just like Leonardo DiCaprio, he's got millions and has everything. But what if he doesn't have well, God? money and fame? Don't complete it, you. Well, it don't. The, the, the one place said, you know, if you if you could have it all and then lose your soul, you can have everything and lose your soul. Uh, that actually reminds me of something. You know, uh, Bruce Willis. Everybody Bruce. knows he retired from acting because he's got a. I can't remember what it is, but it's something pretty debilitating. Yeah. And I read an article. Just yesterday, I think it was, <clears throat> he completely went off social media, went out of the public eye, everything, because he didn't want anybody to see him that way. And uh, I saw an Instagram post, actually, of him. His wife was hugging him. He looked pretty frail, you know, pretty. He looked like he was in bad shape. So I just like, oh, let me find out what's going on with him. And I read what it was that's uh, afflicted him, but I forgot what it was. But he, I guess, was interviewed by somebody over the telephones. He didn't want to see him, you know, didn't want him to see him or take pictures or anything. But he said he'd give it all up to have his health back, every bit of it, you know. Just like Steve Jobs. Yeah. The man was worth so much money, but his money couldn't do anything. Couldn't do nothing for And him. as far as I know, he never repented. As far as I know, this I man know. never repented. I never heard of you know? it. But. And that's that's sad to have the whole world and lose your soul. Yeah. To have everything that money that's can buy. It's kind of living for nothing. Right. Well, if you think about it, it really yeah. is. Yeah. But the thing is, is a lot of people don't realize this, is if they procreate and have children, yeah. then they've taught their children that same mindset. Yeah. And it's going to be really, really hard for, for some <clears throat> young person that it's filled led by the Holy Ghost to go and tell them about God. That's something, too. I'm... I, I, I failed as a father for not having my kids in church. But uh, the thing is, Danny, and I promise you this: church is great. It's awesome. I love church. Yeah, church, church, church. I mean, yeah, it's good. Yeah, church know. is good. It's good for kids. Good for your wife. Good. Feels good. Is good. <laughs> smells good. Tastes good. You know, just like the Marines. Yeah, Everything's yeah. good about church. Yeah, it's good. But if you, if 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 the people under the sound of my big old hillbilly voice do not live what the church teaches at home, then you are wasting your time. 
Uh, yeah, I believe and that. And I, 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 whether they believe it or not, it's the truth. If a mom and dad take their kids to church, they are members and got their names on a book and this, that, and the other, and pay their tithes and do all this, and then as soon as church is over, they're listening to worldly music, they're they're cussing, they're watching uh, with their own children, uh, cuss words, GDMF and SOB, all that good stuff. And and then, you know, it's just so normal for them to do that. Then you're wasting your time trying to be a light to your children because yeah. you're teaching them the exact opposite of what the Bible teaches. Yeah. And it is so easily done. And I'm and that's where I'm saying I need to be closer. That's where I'm pointing I'm pointing at you, but I've got three fingers mm. pointing right back at my big fat head. Yeah. Because I'm the worst for that. I love nostalgia movies. I love nostalgia music. I like I like a lot of old stuff. But I have to yeah. watch myself especially in front of my children. Um, What was the movie that I wanted to watch the other night? Howard the Duck. Oh, God. Early 80s movie. And when you think about it, you're like, what? That's not a bad movie at all. It's pretty rough. (laughs) The first 15 minutes of it, and I'm like, my wife, my wife, she's like, you're not watching that in front of these kids. Yeah, it's pretty rough. And I was like, you're right. Yeah. You know, because and it really and I don't remember it being like that when I was a kid. Yeah, I, I actually do remember it. It's a pretty rough movie as far as language and stuff. Language and, and nudity, nudity and all that yeah. stuff. It's, and, it's bad. And I was like, good night. I remember laughing my butt There's off. There's a duck in the movie. Yeah. It's uh, a, like a little, it's a, I guess a dwarf, a little person dressed up in a duck costume. Yeah, but you know he's a CGI back then. But. You know, he's a Marvel comic. Uh-uh. Yeah. Have you, not, have you seen uh, Avengers Endgame? Yeah. Look real close when they all come out. Heard the ducks right there. What? Yes. Fight with them. Yes. He is a Marvel comic book character. When, what scene is it? It's the very end. When they're when, all rushing toward each other? Yeah. I ain't never noticed yeah. that. Are you serious? I'm being dead serious. <laughs> I think you're joking. No. Really? I mean, yes. Well, Howard the Duck. To, I'll watch it tonight. Yeah. I'm like, where the heck is Howard, Howard the Duck? Howard the Duck is a Marvel comic book. He, he is a duck that smokes cigars. Yeah. And, you know, that's... Yeah. I'm being serious. I'll pull, I'll pull that up. because we're going to have to prove it to me. I've watched it maybe three or four times. I ain't never seen Howard Duck in there nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I mean it's it's stuff like that. I love them old movies like that, and and, and, and stuff like. It's not that I'm trying to be a devil or be demonic or nothing like that, but I didn't remember it being so bad. Yeah. Like the like the movie Stand by Me, one of the greatest movies I've ever. I was seen. talking to the boys about that today, and and was and it, one of the greatest movies I have ever seen. Love it, and it's got more cussing. It's really bad. It's really bad. Where where was we at? We was at no, it was yesterday. We were sitting there waiting on Patsy to come out of. Uh, some store in Richmond, and uh, I just started saying lines from Stand By Me, and I think I was like, uh, uh, "Y'all, you guys want to go see a dead body?" And my yeah. boy's like, "What?" And I'm like, "No, no, it's from a movie, Stand By Me." And then I quoted a line to Patsy, and I'm like, "What movie's that?" She's like, "I don't know." Stand By Me, one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah. but it is a really. It's pretty movie. rough. The language is pretty. The language rough. is pretty rough, but it's still a good movie. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> that's my excuse, right? <laughs> for still watching it. But I don't watch stuff like that around my kids. I, did, I didn't. I didn't. Me. I. I mean, I really don't either. No. Um, and TikTok. I. You know. I. I like. Gosh. I get on TikTok and stuff like that, but I don't. I don't. Uh, I. I try to put earbuds in or something other if I'm if my boys is around because it's horrible. Well, see, on my I watch a lot of YouTube. 
And yeah. I watch a lot of these people that live out in the woods and off solar power and all this stuff. Yeah. Well, on my on my phone, it just keeps playing different stuff and it, yeah, it, it just will. picks whatever it wants. Yeah. And I've been dead asleep. My woman come in there and knock my brains out. What are you listening to? Yeah. And I'm like, what are you yeah. And then here it hit Gee, it, will, about the, it will play some rough stuff. Yeah. If you and, let it. and but yeah, all that good I've, stuff. I've actually backed off of YouTube quite a bit, uh just because I ain't got time too much anymore. But uh, anybody ought to lay their phones down completely. Yeah, I, I'm. I, there's such a necessity though. I ain't going to get on that, but I don't know. Well, folks, this is actually I have actually forgot. No joke now that we was even doing a podcast. Yeah, we just get to talking, man. Honestly. It, yeah. it, I mean, we've got to say that we've got headphones in our in our ears and all that stuff, and we just get talking about stuff. Yeah. And I was just being real with Danny the whole time. I'm just like him. I, I didn't even real. realize that we're sitting here doing a podcast. I didn't either. I completely forgot where I was at. Yeah, that's a good thing though. But man. I try. I mean, we do, folks, try to be honest and real as real as possible because I feel like in all social media platforms or whatever people try to put on this act or this fake or something other me and beefy's nothing special nope you know the, i know beefy will agree with this the most special thing about me is right upstairs yeah, that's and yours the most is right in greyhawk yeah that's the most special thing to me is my special about me at all you know <clears throat> and i'm anybody. just i'm just trying to live as good as i can to teach them yeah. um and my little girl I'm, and, and she's four years old, and, and she's at a pivotal time in her life. Yeah. And and she wants to tell fibs and and yeah. make stuff up and this mm -hmm. that and the other. And and I'm telling her all the time. I'm like, honey, you make Jesus cry, which we all know that that doesn't make him cry. But the yeah. Bible says that if you know to do good and do it not, it's sin, and you've trampled on his blood if you blatantly do stuff mm -hmm. knowing that it's wrong yeah. you have stomped and stamped upon his blood and made a mockery of it yeah and i try to teach my kids man the word i try to teach them in the way i live my life and how i treat people um that's my most you know like mm. i want to be a giving person i want to be a, a person that 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 lives clean and and don't do you know things in front that would uh like steer my children into living a bad life or to even know where I came from. I tell yeah. my older ones where I came from, but I don't want them to know that personally. Yeah. Well, this has been a good episode. It I has. It's been a it good got, got deep toward the end. It did. I didn't mean to get off preaching and trying to tell everybody how to live. Well, no, but I mean. You live how you want to. I love you no matter what. Well, but yeah. if you give me the opportunity, I'm going to tell you about him. I'm going to tell you what he did for me and how he can change your life. Amen. Amen. Joel Steen, I'll tell you. Uh, one more thing I want to say. Well, a few things I want to say before we get off here. Follow us on Facebook. Uh, What's Up World Podcast on Facebook. Also, Whatever platform that you listen to us on, subscribe or not, it's not subscribing, it's following. Yeah, it's 100% follow. free. Listening is 100% free. There's usually a question or a QA uh, in the description of the podcast on all platforms. Interact with those. Yeah, take a few seconds and uh, answer the question or put yeah. whatever you want to put on there. Yeah, or tell us we suck. Yeah, be like, uh, <laughs> my tell birthday's us November 4th. Or what? <laughs> Just say whatever you want yeah. to. Interact with yeah. us. Is what we're and saying. If you've got an idea for a, for a future episode, message Beefy or me. And uh, some people's actually been messaging me about a couple episodes where you had to work and wasn't able to be here. Beefy's just been busy. Yeah. He's been working and stuff like that. And our schedules ain't been able to line up. I've been transition. 
<laughs> Before too long, it's going to be Bercy instead of Beefy. <laughs> Bercy. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. But uh, that's why Beefy missed a few episodes, but well, he ain't going nowhere. Why you ain't, you, had, I mean, you know, shouldn't have to miss me if Danny's interviewing somebody. I, I honest to God, I wanted to be here for the Stacey Faulkner thing. Man, that dude is cool. I, but I thought it was Friday. <laughs> Swear I did, because I had texted Danny at like 6 o'clock, 6.30 that evening. I'm like, you want to record tonight? He's like, you stupid idiot. I just got done. I just got done. You're supposed to be in here. And I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. No, wait a minute. No, it's Friday. No, it was today. Wait a minute. And I'm like, man, you have to stay on me. I get to doing stuff, mowing the yard, hoeing the garden, whatever. And I lose track of everything. Yeah. But my apologies, folks. I'm going to try to do better. But uh, also... You mentioned something there a minute ago. School's fixing to start back up mm-hmm. again in about a month, give or take a day or two. Uh, I got a real good idea for people. I mean, this may not be a good idea for everybody, but the way my mind works, there's these things that I've come to learn in the last five or six months called Apple AirTags. Buy a couple of them and put them in your children's shoes so you can know where they're at. Yeah. And they and you can get on or put them uh, somewhere on them. You can get on Amazon and they have like a generic one. They do. They're you, cheaper. Yeah, they're a lot cheaper. They're, t- and stuff. they're, t- they're I know what they're called. But yeah, I mean, um, if, if 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 you're, if, I mean, just like Danny said, put them put them in their coat in the wintertime or put something. Put them somewhere on them. Yeah, because this day and age, you never know what's yeah. going to happen. You it's just true. never know. It's the truth. Just a little safety tip for everybody. If you think like I do and stuff, you kind of kind of like to know what's up. Yeah. Because you just never know. That's right. Follow us everywhere, folks. Follow us on your favorite podcast platform, and we appreciate you. Yes, sir. Have a good one, and everybody. that's what's up, world. From the words of Whistle Stop Express, we love our community and appreciate all of our wonderful customers. So check out Whistle Stop Express in Sand Gap, Kentucky. Their hours are Monday through Friday from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m., Saturday and Sunday from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. They have gas, diesel, propane tanks, and propane tank exchanges, automotive products, hydraulic fluid, a line of livestock feed, and pride dog food. They also have tobacco products. If you need a Notary Republic, they have them there at the Whistle Stop. They have a full breakfast, lunch, and dinner menu served all day. They carry postage stamps and a lot more. So if you're needing anything from the Whistle Stop Express, please give them a call at 965-7613. Again, that's Whistle Stop Express, beautiful Sand Gap, Kentucky. Give them a call at 965-7613.